0: Welcome back, my beautiful people. I am Tariru Tagar, and this is Finding My Faith Again with Tarira Tagar. I am so thrilled to be here with you for yet another episode, and I hope that wherever you are, wherever you're tuning in from, that you had a wonderful weekend and that you are having a great start to your week and ready to just take this week head on, you know, just be fierce and powerful and determined to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve for the week. And if that is to just have fun, then power to you. And if you've got other things that you want to achieve, power to you nonetheless. <laughs> I had a wonderful weekend. I had a restful weekend. Took it easy. Yesterday, I was speaking to my brother and he was saying to me, Oh, what are you going to be up to today? And yesterday was Sunday. And I said to him, listen, I am going to rest. I am going to just chill. I'm going to have a no worry day. This is a no worry day. I declared my day yesterday a day where I did not worry. And what that did for me is it allowed me to be mindful of every single thought that was coming into my mind where I had to constantly question myself. Even when I grabbed my phone to look at, you know, emails popping up or messages, text messages coming in and seeing that, oh, wait, I'm now going into worry mode and literally having to snatch myself back out of that worry zone because I had told myself that it was a no worry day. And I highly recommend that you do the same for yourself. You know, you choose a day where you declare it to be something, right? It could be like a day where you're like, you know what, today I'm not going to stress about anything. Or you could be like, I'm not going to worry about anything today. Or today I'm just not going to touch my phone. Or today I'm just not going to entertain that particular person that just makes me want to pull my hair one strand at a time, you know what I mean? You can do what you feel is best for you to maintain your state of being, peaceful mind and environment altogether. It is all in your hands. You are in charge of your life, honey, OK? So do you? Do you, everybody else, will have to be OK. All right? Now, where was I? Yes wherever you're tuning in from and you want to get in touch, I highly recommend that you do that because this is a platform for all of us to just get together, share our experiences, help one another to grow and gain deeper understandings of whatever it is that we feel we are currently struggling with. Right? So I highly recommend and invite you to get in touch, send messages, or reach out to me on my social media platforms, Instagram mainly, that's my bae, most of the times. So you will find me on Instagram under tarirotagar, or you can find me on YouTube as well. I post videos on there, surrounding similar topics on personal development and spirituality. So without further ado... Let's get into today's episode where I'm going to be talking to you about growth and people-pleasing. Are you one of those people who absolutely appreciate the practice of journaling? I mean, I love... Journaling. I don't do it every day. I don't do it regularly. But when I do, specifically when I'm experiencing a particular season in my life where I'm noticing a lot of shifts, then I take pen and paper and I write down my thoughts and my feelings. And every single time when I go back, be it a week later or months later or even a year or two later and read back what I had written down at that particular point in my life, it's so fascinating to me because it almost feels like I'm reading somebody else's words. You know, I'm like, it's, this has got to be somebody else. This can't be me. Was this me? No ways, right? It's so interesting to see that evolution um, that comes with, you know, growth and with our experiences and how you can find yourself believing in one thing today. And a week later, you might wake up with a completely different viewpoint. And sometimes you will remember that, you know what, a week ago I felt differently about this. And sometimes you won't. And that's where journaling comes in. When you had forgotten that you once held a particular You know, viewpoint over something. Then you find yourself reading it in your own words, seeing that this is your handwriting. It is so fulfilling. For me, it is fulfilling to see that growth. Where I'm like, you know what? I'm doing good. I'm growing. I'm changing. And it's pretty interesting to see that shift in consciousness and viewpoint and perspective around things that at a particular time meant the world to me. And I find that maybe at that, at a different time, it doesn't mean anything at all. So the whole reason for this particular podcast isn't only to point out just how amazing journaling is it is also to share with you a particular um (laughs) i'm actually looking at this bird that's just standing outside my window every time i see a bird i always take a moment i pause there he goes there it goes bye birdie Okay, back to our regular programming. (laughs) Back in my final year of high school, as a grade, we had to read this book titled The Glorious Death of a Salesman, Killing the Need for Approval. And it is by an author by the name of Drew Land. What I love about this book, and I also loved back then, is the fact that After every chapter, there are sections where you get to do a little quiz, as well as answer a few questions, questions that you get to reflect on. And the whole purpose of today's podcast is to share with you something that I came across as I was reading this book again. And every time I see this book, I get so excited because it is such a good read and I highly recommend it. It is in no way sponsored. This is not... (laughs) anything. This is me purely sharing with you a book that I find truly valuable, truly ed- inspirational and educational because you get to read different stories and scenarios surrounded how we as people perform to please other people, right? And it is done in such a way that captures your attention to the from start to finish. So... One of the questions in this reflection section after the first chapter was, I am loved by God, and that's enough. Do you believe that? Why or why not? And I read this question. Then I read my answer. And as I was reading my answer, I was like, okay, There's definitely been some changes to how I view this question and how I will and do respond to this question now. And that is such a beautiful thing about writing things down when you're at a particular season in your life, is that you get the chance to go back and see the growth that is taking place in your life, right? Right. So for me, surrounding this particular question, and I chose this question because it speaks to my relationship to God then and my relationship to God now. And not only that, but also my relationship with my surroundings, with my life in general and myself, right, to myself. So the question was, I'm loved by God and that's enough. Do you believe that? Why or why not? And my response to that was, no. It is not enough that I am loved by God alone. Because I value how my family and friends feel about me. And knowing that I'm loved by my family and God is enough. So basically what I'm saying there is, just having God's love is not enough and just having my family's love is not enough. I need both. Right. So that's what my 17, 18 year old self was saying at that time. And it makes, as I'm reading it, right. I act and looking back and thinking back to myself and who I was back then and how I was viewing my surroundings and myself and God at that time what i actually was saying here although i'm saying god is part of the mix what i actually know for a fact is that the love for my family and from my family took priority to me i was more concerned about the love that i was receiving from my family and what i was getting from my environment and if that wasn't fulfilling or that wasn't going the way I had imagined in my mind or expected, then my whole world would be shook, right? I would spend the majority of my time just focused on pleasing the people around me or doing what I thought they wanted me to do or being a way that didn't cause any friction, all right? Or I didn't want to seem as if I was problematic or needy or needed attention or was, you know, troublesome. I was just like, I'm going to stick to myself and just be peaceful. And in that way, nobody can say I am a troubled child, troublesome child. No one can say they have a problem because I'm not doing anything that would be stressful or harmful or frustrating to anybody how successful that was I don't know I don't think it was very successful because I do remember there was a time where there was some friction and oftentimes I'll be thinking to myself but why I'm not I'm doing my own thing I'm minding my own business I'm not you know causing any problems within the family right And so whenever I was met with any kind of anger or frustration from anyone within my family, then it would really hurt me. It would really get to me. It would really, truly um, put me in a state of depression in a way, right? Right. And that was the result of here I am doing something that I think is pleasing everybody. It's putting everybody at peace. I'm not causing any problems. But in return, I wasn't getting the result I thought my actions were going to bring out, bring forth, induce. And... Over the years, that has changed, right, because I realized somewhere along the way that, you know what, whatever I do or not do, if somebody is going to have an issue, they are going to have an issue. And that is based on who they are and not who based on who I am. Therefore, I don't need to change who I am. I don't need to adjust what I value with the sole intention of pleasing another individual. What matters most is for me to do what is important for me, to do what makes me happy. And if the people around me truly love me, truly care for me, then they are naturally going to support what I do. And be at peace with what I do and be at peace with what I give out naturally by being myself. And how that has changed over the years is that as I started, you know, drawing back to God and, you know, trying to find my faith and rebuild my faith and in a much stronger way as I found now, is that my whole identity started shifting, right? Shifting from my family matters the most. The love they give me is the only love that I truly want and truly need, right? To, you know what? The love that I need, I can give to myself. I am in charge of who I am. And therefore, if I'm going to have peace in my life, if I'm going to have joy in my life, I am the one who's going to give it to my to me right I'm the provider of my own joy I'm the giver of my own peace and therefore anything and everything that I need will come from me right and cut back or fast forward a few years later to now right actually not so long ago from I would say two years ago and it became even more um, evident last year at the beginning of this whole COVID business is that I started rebuilding, like intentionally, full force, rebuilding my relationship with God. And from that journey, that's when I started realizing that, you know what? My love and God's love, particularly God's love for me, takes priority in my life because it is through God, it is through his love, it is through his mercy and grace upon my life that I get to be here, that I get to experience the life that I experience, I get to Feel the things that I feel I get to be a human being, a spiritual being, having a human experience amongst other spiritual beings, having a human experience. There are so many occasions that I can think of in which God has come through for me, in which God has truly stepped in and saved me. And there are moments where I think back and I'm like, you know what, that situation could have gone way worse than it actually did. And I would think, oh, and then another situation. How did I get out of that situation? It it doesn't make sense. That can only be God. And from that, I take that, you know what? We can get so caught up in what is going on within our own little worlds, within our own little bubbles, that we may forget to actually pay attention to the bigger things that are happening around us, things that we ourselves cannot explain because we don't have the power to do that. It is not within our power to make those things happen, but yet they happen for us. And that is how I view my life now. When I look back at my life, I'm like, there are so many things that happened for my good, that there is no way I had the power or have the power to have made those things happen. It can only be God. So that means to me that the love that I truly need is from God. And that is enough to sustain me. Another reason why... I now believe that God's love for me is enough and it doesn't need any additional influences or any additional um, love added onto it. Yes, I'm not saying that we don't need the love from our family. Yes, sometimes that love can carry us through, right? However, at the end of the day, when you find that you don't have a supportive family, or you find that you are in a situation where you are alone, be it in a different environment or, God forbid, you lost your whole entire family, you know, or you, for some reason, you are alone. There is peace to be found in knowing that, you know what, God is with you. There is Joy that comes out of knowing that although visually it might look like you're by yourself, it might look like you're alone, you might feel like there is nobody around that loves you. But the truth, the actual reality is that you do have someone that loves you. You are not alone. You are surrounded by love. You're surrounded by absolute Peace and abundance and so many things that you you might not even be able to wrap your head around, right? And as I was thinking to myself, there are moments where I have found myself in situations where I felt absolutely alone while surrounded by people, I don't know if you can relate, that you can be surrounded by people and yet feel alone. And how I got out of that is turning to the Bible, turning to God's word. What does it have to say to me? What does it say about me? And I basically began to rebuild my identity and my perspective on my world and on myself through that. And it is so much more fulfilling than any other words of affirmation from another individual. Maybe because God is God. I don't know what it is by just knowing there for you who is listening and you know what i'm talking about you felt what i'm talking about and then therefore that means you understand what i'm saying to you right god's love is enough and i truly believe that when we anchor ourselves in that understanding that god is there with us around us he is in everything he is in every area of our lives he sees everything he knows everything about you he knows you he sees everything about you everything about your life and he knows things you don't know and he sees things you can't see and yet he is there ready and waiting to just love you and you feel that love when you turn to Him, when you choose to fully immerse yourself in understanding who God is in your life and who you are in God. And when you get to that point and you fill yourself with more with God's love and peace and knowing that you know what, even when no one is standing with you, You are way more powerful, way more loved, way more at peace, knowing that God is by your side, that God is within you. And you can withstand anything with that knowledge, with that power. And I tell you, I'm at that point in my life, knowing that God loves me, and that is enough for me. There is not a single thing where I or a single person I feel I need to go out of my way to please. There is not a single person in my life I feel I need to compromise who I am, what I feel is right in order to please them. Because I know that if in not doing what they wish for me to do, if in not doing what they demand of me to do, which will be going against what I believe then they can keep their love, right? Because that means it's conditional. And it can be anybody, family, friend, stranger, it doesn't matter, right? Because there is not a single thing in this world that is worth compromising what is right to you. And when you get to that point where you're like, I am going to choose what is right for me, no matter what, knowing that even if you face rejection, God got you, you have God, and there is peace in God. There is trust in God. There is faith in God. There is honesty in God and love above all else and total acceptance. So that is how my viewpoint has changed from my family is more important to me and God, and that's enough, to you know what? God and I got this. Yes, I can love my family. Yes, I can love my friends, and they can love me back. But at the end of the day, that is not where my peace is. That is not where my value is. That is not where my worth is. My worth lies in God and in myself and who I am in relation to God. And I truly believe once you start to affirm that for yourself and begin to embody that, your life will be so rad. (laughs) It'll be so... Rad, you feel a level of peace that you've never felt before, honestly. And I highly recommend that you take this question for yourself, write it down, and do your own reflection. See where you stand. See what your viewpoint is. And in a couple of weeks, in months, or even years, go back. Read what you answered, what your response was, and see where you stand now. Or reflect on where you were in terms of how you viewed your relationship with God relating to this question a couple of months ago or a couple of years ago and see where you are now, okay? I think it is such a fascinating um, reflection to do and just to know and really, truly anchor in place what you fully believe in right now, I believe that is the number one quality, or if not one, of the number one qualities uh, towards growing in your faith and, you know, really anchoring in place your beliefs and who you want to become and who you are becoming. with that i would like to thank you for joining me today i truly hope you enjoyed this episode and that you're going to reflect on this question i'm loved by god and that's enough do i believe it why or why not go reflect on this question check in with yourself in a couple of months time and if you would like to share your response to it or your viewpoint or your own uh, experience with that question then feel free to get in touch okay let's engage with one another let's share our experiences and grow together in this faith okay until next time bye